Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. Father, it's such a pleasure to be here on a Saturday night. I pray that you'll speak to us, oh God. I pray that it'll be a night that will change something in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, you want to take your seat? Powerful. Wow. Ask your neighbor, so as you have come this Saturday, who are you exactly? Are you a member of the Saturday service? Are you a refugee? Are you a, a boat in passing? I mean, I'm just checking exactly who are you. Uh, you come to church on Saturday. I, I just wanted, you know, it's not a crime. Tell your neighbor, all day inside, all day inside. Hallelujah. All day inside. <laughs> Amen. Amen. But I have great hopes for this service. There's our second time that we are meeting and yeah, amen. And and I believe that the service is accomplishing the purpose for which it has been put there. Uh-huh. Amen. So ask anybody. So which category are you? Are you the kind that you don't wake up in the morning? So that's why you are here in the evening. It's also wisdom if you know you cannot wake up. Uh-huh. It's also wise, oh, yeah, amen. There are also some people who have class on Sunday morning, some have exams on Sunday morning, depending on where you go to school. Yeah, there are people, some people have midterms, they've cried me already tomorrow morning. They have midterms. I mean, I don't even, I can't imagine it, I can't imagine it, but anyway, anyway. So, this is the faith service, amen. And we are learning about faith. Amen. We are learning what? About faith. I mean, we all believe that we have faith until something happens. Hey. <laughs> you think you have faith. And when something happens and you start complaining, that's when you realize that. Mm, yeah. And that's why last week we started talking about faith, an unstoppable force. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. If you will allow your faith to grow. Nothing will be impossible for you. Do you remember the Tower of Babel? The people had come together and they were building. And God said, nothing, there was nothing to stop them. It's just that their aim was not good. That's why he had to intervene. But they would have reached wherever they want to reach. Amen. And so tonight we're going to have another dose of um, faith. We are building our faith up. But before we do that, find your Bible. Let's make our confession. This service too, we make our confession. Yeah, stand to your feet. We're making our confession. Take your Bible. Please, next week when you're coming, find a hardcore. Michelle, I like your Bible. It's very cute. Yeah. Just find a Bible. Get a hard, hard copy. Hard copy. Hard copy. If you have a, if you have a tablet, it's okay because it's big enough. But phone only no. Uh-huh. Phone only no. I'll tell you why. It's not a sin, but I'll tell you why. But in the meantime, let's make a confession. You want to say, this is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Tonight, I'll be taught the word of God. I'll never be the same. Never, never, never. I'll never be the same. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Take your seat. Hallelujah. Now, why am I saying that phone Bible is not serious? You don't do anything serious for a long time on your phone. Yeah. Are you there? You read small, one WhatsApp. You read small, one Snapchat. You read small, one Instagram picture. You read small. Shall I tell your neighbor, be serious, be serious. And then some of you too, you have strayed into big, big dot what? Bigmama.com. They will never forget you. Hey. Every day things are popping up, popping up, you know. 
please. Yeah. But when you have a hard copy, I mean, I'm just saying that let's bring it back to church. Let's bring it back. It actually encourages you to read. One day I'm going to bring a Dick's Bible here and I'll tell you what it is. Yeah, it's a very, very, very interesting Bible. Yeah. When I got my first Dick's Bible, I sat in the same place for three days reading it. I could not believe what was in there. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Okay, so we're going to do a couple of things. First, I give you the announcements. I told you I always forget, so let me start there. Is that okay? We have our camp with Bishop in Tefl, 1st to 3rd May. The 1st of May is a holiday. It's a Sunday. We'll leave after church. 2nd of May is also a holiday. Amen? Because the 1st is a Sunday. And then the 3rd of May just happens to fall on, the, on, on a Muslim holiday. So it's also a holiday. So we're going to spend that holiday at Mampong. Amen and amen. Okay. This Good Friday, the 15th of April, we're going to have a service here. A mega church service. And, oh, it's a good place to clap. Amen. And I have a lot of expectation in that service. And what it is is that we join together globally. We are all taking part in the same service. We'll have our own singers, our dancers, and all that. But at a point, we'll all tune into Independence Square. And then we are on. And every year, I see, we see spectacular miracles here. All the way here in Kumasi. We are watching something in Accra, and the miracles happen here. So, yeah. No, I mean, really, real miracles. Tell neighbor what? Real miracles, yeah. One of the years when we had it, there were three boys, little boys who had been at home, and they, their home had been invaded by armed robbers, and a spirit of fear had stayed with them. Are you there? One of them had had the gun put in his mouth. Yeah, various things. They had beaten another one of them, so the trauma was there. Are you there? Yeah. The trauma was there. Few weeks after we had the Good Friday, and we all tuned in. And somewhere along the line, Bishop was preaching, and then he took the what? I think it was during the communion. And as he took the communion, then he began to prophesy. And you know, he began to speak, and he began to say that, you know, I'm robbers will never again come into your house. And I remember the one who had been, you know, yeah, I remember the scream, and he just fell down. That was it end of the fear because he can stay with you for a very long time for a very long time you cannot do this for a very long time are you there i had those three little boys staying in my house if somebody comes and knocks on the front door if the knock is here they will run there but after that encounter that was it i don't know what will happen this good friday i only know that it will be good amen as i only know that it will be what it'll be good it'll be good so we're going to be right here Honestly, I believe we have a better view than those in Accra. Don't tell them I said so. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like watching football. You go to the stadium for the excitement. But if you're watching your house, you see everything more in detail from where you go. And then they can, you don't get replay too. Oh, oh I'm lying. Or these days, after, eh, yeah. But here when you're in your house, then you see the replay. Just as you oh, saw the maneuver, baby. Oh, okay. So we shall be watching. Amen. Yeah. Is it a good plan? Yeah. So make your good plans and we'll be here. And I'm expecting major things. And I need you to stir up your faith for that meeting. Because it's not only about you. It's also about your people at home. Yeah. Do you know that you can receive healing by proxy? You are standing here and you are praying for another person. And they actually receive it. Yeah. So yourself, your family, and God will do a great thing. Hallelujah. Amen. We are also going to be taking our, um, an offering for the Healing Jesus campaign. Many of us have promised that every month we'll pay 10 CDs, and we forget. Oh. Tonight, remember we envelope. Yeah, because they are on the move. Or you don't see them. You don't watch it. That's, yeah. I was talking to my husband. He's with them. And... They are, they are currently in Gushegu, and at 6 p.m., I was talking to him, and he told me that it's 40 degrees here in the shade. <laughs> you see, you don't know what 40 degrees is at 6 p.m. Just uh, when the sun is going down, 40 degrees. And they are there preaching the word. You see, some people are looking at me, you don't understand what 40 degrees is, eh? 
40 degrees in the shade is a very wild thing. That means outside in the sunshine, it was probably around 42, 43. You can easily fall down. Yeah, you can easily fall down. But they are there. And they are preaching the word. Are you there? Yeah. And so we might, our little tensities. We were increasing cacrain. I said inflation achieved petrol no. Okay, so I just want us to make an extra effort to actually redeem that pledge that we, we, we said because it's needed. Hallelujah. Okay, we are talking about faith. Last week, we spoke about faith that is an unstoppable force. And I pray that you remember it. Anytime you are facing something, remember that the piece of the armor that was given to you it says, against every arrow. So if the arrows are reaching you, then your faith shield is not in place. Are you there? Please, by now you should have been in Ephesians 6. Joshua, are you awake? Are oh, you awake? Amen. I'm already preaching, so please get on to it. Amen. Yeah. You know, and he talks about the armor, and then he says, and the shield of faith. So your faith is given to you to shield you, to block you from the things that are coming in your direction from the enemy. Amen. Many of the enemy's attacks are straight to your mind. Yeah. Many, straight to your mind. So you are sitting down there, you are giving yourself the honorable position of being the one that nobody loves. Nobody loves me, everybody hates me. I mean, it's an arrow, clear. You see? Taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. So there are darts coming. Many are aimed at your mind. This cause, I'm going to fail. Claire, that's not God speaking. Oh, at all. Are you there? This habit, I cannot stop. Who told you that? Who told you you can't stop? You can't stop. But it's an arrow. Tell me, but it's an arrow. It is an arrow. This girl, I cannot say no. It's an arrow. It's an arrow. A clear arrow. Are you there? It's a clear arrow. That's why I make us confess, I can do what it says I can do. You can do everything you can do. Yeah. Hmm, they are going to sack me from school. This is my fees. They cannot be paid. Who told you they can't be paid? It is your faith that is not blocking the arrow. So it is true it has not been paid, though. But the fact that it's beginning to work on it's an block the arrows. Block the arrows. Then your faith will begin to work. Today we're talking about something else. Still on faith. Are you ready for it? The faith. Faith will make you climb every wall. Faith. To climb every wall wall faith to climb every wall before i begin to talk about faith to climb every wall maybe i need to talk about what a wall is uh-huh are you there what is a wall or why is it important to have faith to climb every wall many things that are described physically also have if you like, the spiritual dimension of them. So, a wall can be defined as something that just keeps you out of somewhere that you need to be, or that also keeps you in somewhere that you don't want to be. It's still a wall. Are you there? Something that keeps you out. Something that hinders your progress. So you can be going down the road, going down the road, going down the road. You can see where you want to go. I remember the very first time we landed in Kumasi and we were going to the <laughs> to Bantaba. You know, they were going to have the handing over. My husband was taking over. So he had left. And I was now coming with others. And as we got there, we could see the building. <laughs> How to get there. How to get there. So eventually we had to park somewhere. So we packed, then we started walking. And we're walking, and as far as we knew, we are walking the right direction, but Charlie, a wall. Are you there? Somebody's wall. Went and passed, passed, passed through somebody's kitchen, somebody's bathroom, passed through someone's sitting room, somebody's kitchen, something, 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 something. Are you there? Now, sometimes a wall is something that it has deliberately been built. 
Somebody built it to keep you out or to keep you in. Amen? So, we're saying to you that faith will help you to climb every wall. The walls are the things that are keeping you from where you want to go. And there are many. Sometimes language can be a wall. Language. Why am I saying that? When you can speak the language, you can flow better. Are you there? If you have gone to school in three from class one to SHS three, you are very smart. You can ask questions, but you're not able to ask the question because language has become a wall. I'm talking to some people. Ask anybody, is it to you? Is it to you they are talking to? Yeah. It has become a wall. You want to express yourself, but it has become a wall. Or you, dear, all your life, you have only spoken English. And now you have gone to your hometown. You have gone to your hometown. And there's a bridge, a barrier between you and your relatives. Are you there? Think about it. What are some of the other walls? Education can be a wall. So you are in this church but you are not on the way to getting a degree and you feel that because of that, I can't flow. I beg you flow, okay? The heaven we are going is not according to degree or the lack of it. But for you, you may just feel that. It doesn't necessarily mean anyone is saying anything, but it has become a war for you. Everybody is educated in the church. It's not true. I can show you a lot of people are not educated. Only you don't know. Hey, are you there? Yeah. I'm talking to you about walls. Walls. Sometimes people use class as a wall. Social class. And they keep you out. You cannot become a friend. You cannot belong to this group of people. What have you done to my sound all of a sudden? Is it you or is the What? The rain. Uh, I don't know what it means, but okay. Are you there? Have you ever felt that some people are trying to use class to block you out? And the bourgeoisie is like, you're not wearing the right brand of things. So you cannot enter. Who told you that you cannot enter? You can enter. Are you there? I wonder why you are so quiet tonight. You are thinking about the rain. You cannot go home. You are here now. So you let's flow. But excuse me, why are they closing? Is it that the... Uh, you're closing the phone. Okay, powerful. I hear you. Okay. Another wall. Poverty. Poverty is a major wall. I have, come to, I have seen people who in their poverty, something to help has come. They can't receive it. It has become a wall. It has become a wall. Are you there? Because of how you think. Because of so many things, a wall. Hey, please tell your neighbor one wall that's facing you. One wall. Some of you, your inferiority complex is a wall. <laughs> hey, some people who look as if they look so serious, as if they have everything put together. It's not true. It's not true at all. So they have made their face. I mean, the face has become a wall. They don't want you to ask a lot of questions. So the face is a wall. <laughs> anyway. I want you to put down two statements. Faith will cause you to climb every wall that keeps you out. Faith will cause you to climb every wall that keeps you in. Should I say it again? Faith will cause you to climb every wall that keeps you out. So you're trying to enter something. By faith, you can enter it. And faith, the same faith, it will cause you to climb every wall that keeps you in. 
because there are some things we're trying to get out of, but a wall has kept you in. There are some things we want to get into, but a wall has kept you out. And what I'm saying tonight is that faith will do both of them. Hallelujah. And tonight, I want us to go to the book of Joshua chapter 2, and we're going to talk about the same thing. We're going to talk about these two features. I think I like your scripture. Give us the Hebrews 11.30 first. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell down after they were compassed about seven days. But that same story has different pieces. So let's go to the book of Joshua chapter 2. Now, I would like you to go and read the whole story yourself when you get home. I'm just going to jump through various uh, verses so that you go and read the whole thing yourself. I'm going to start with verse 6. Now, here was the situation. Joshua wanted to see. He asked them, go and check Jericho out for us. And he sent two people. I have to tell you the story because some of you, when, it, when you went to Sunday school, you are such a bad boy. You never sat down to listen to the story. Oh, or you never went to Sunday school at all. Or you cannot remember. Or it's a long time since you read the story. So whatever your state, let's bring ourselves all back onto the same footing. Is that okay? And so in Joshua chapter 2, we meet Joshua. He's taken over from Moses and leading the people of Israel. And he sends two people out. And he tells them to go and check the place out. They go as spies. But when they go, they are seen. Are you getting it? So they dive into the house of Rahab the harlot. After all, the house of a prostitute, any man can go there. And now this is the story from Rahab's end. She brought them, you see, they were now looking for the guys. And she had brought them up to the roof of the house and hid them with the stalks of flax, which she had laid in order upon the roof. Are you there? So the people came looking around. We're looking for the men. We're looking for the men. We're looking for the men. She said, they are not here. They left. I don't know which way they went. Uh But she had hidden them. Then in verse 9, she came to them after this, the people looking for them had left. Then she said, I know that the Lord has given you the land and that your terror is fallen upon us and that all the inhabitants of the land faint because of you. For we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt and what you did to the two kings of the Amorites that were on the other side of the Jordan, Sihon and Og, whom you utterly destroyed. And as soon as we heard these things, our hearts did melt. Neither did there remain any more courage in any man because of you. For the Lord your God, he is God in heaven above and in earth beneath. Are you seeing her faith? Are you seeing it? Okay. Now therefore, I pray you, swear unto me by the Lord, since I have showed you kindness, that you will also show kindness unto my father's house and give me a true token, and that you will save alive my father, my mother, my brethren, my sisters, and all they that have and deliver our lives, and all that they have and deliver our lives from death. Are you there? Then she now told the people in verse 16 that, look, they, I mean, told them how to run away and everything. Now, they said to her in verse 18, Behold, when we come into the land, thou shalt bind this line of scarlet thread in the window, which thou didst let us down by. And thou shalt bring thy father, thy mother, thy brethren, and all thy, thy father's household home unto thee. It shall be that whosoever shall go out of the doors of thy house into the street, his blood shall be upon his head. And we will be guiltless, but whosoever shall be with thee in the house, his blood shall be on your head. In if any hand on our head, if any hand be upon him. And if thou utter this our business, then we will be quit of thine oath, which thou hast made us swear. So let's just take a look at a couple of things here. This lady, she was whatever you think she is. That's why, uh, by the grace of God, eh, don't comment about somebody's life in a certain way. Never try to judge somebody's measure with God. Because this woman was a bona fide harlot. Do you know what a harlot is? Prostitutes in modern English. But the woman believed God. You with all your righteousness. Anyway, won't go there tonight. <laughs> I won't go there tonight. But what is important is this. That this woman, in all that she was in, eh, she said something here. For the Lord your God, 
He is God in heaven above and in earth beneath. She believed God. She had a faith in God. So she told the guys that, look, we are all afraid of you. We have heard that you are coming and we are afraid of you. But she had a faith. She said that that God that you serve, no, he is the guy. He's God in heaven and God on earth. So you are his people, so I've helped you. So now that I've helped you, I need you to do something for me. Because Rahab was in a situation where she was inside a wall and she wanted to be out. Are you seeing it? She was inside and she wanted to be out. And she saw these two guys and she said, that, look, your God there, I believe him. I believe him. He is the God in heaven above. He's also God in earth beneath. Is that faith or is not faith? She just stated her faith. So here she was, the situation she was in is an impossible situation where you know that somebody is coming and whatever happens, they will win. Are you there? We should be able to relate to this story more today because of the Ukraine war. Uh, You have not been following it. You are feeling very safe in your hostel, you see. It is wise for you to read it because you will glean a lot of lessons from it. Are you there? But you can see people, you are sitting ducks. Russia army is not one of the armies they talk about when they are talking about beating armies. Very few people have beaten them. Are you there? And they are coming. So it's like whatever happens to you, you will go down. But then you see faith. You see faith. And it's exactly the situation that we are seeing here. There are times in life when you are in something and you want to get out. Where is your faith? That's what you need. Where is what? Your faith. No matter how impossible it is, where is your faith? The woman was in it's an impossible situation. She was even living in the gatehouse, if you like the buildings along the wall. They will go first. They'll go first before those inside. I'm talking to some people tonight. You see, this generation, you are a nice generation. But I think we have pampered you. So your faith is not much. It's true. It's true. You have lived in a time when Ghana is relatively easy. Your school fees were paid. Oh, your school fees are not paid. But very few people are working to pay their school fees. Very few of you. Very, very few. Very few. Some are free, eh? Your SHS nowadays, they say you don't pay. You are paying with your brains. And then, anyway, you don't quote me. <laughs> <laughs> ah, but you don't have textbooks. You don't have anything. You have your head. Just keep going, keep going, keep going. Keep going. You don't have nothing. Please, we have not come here to talk about free SHS. That's not what we are discussing. <laughs> but I'm just saying that one of the consequences is that your faith is, is weakened in a way because you don't have to use it as much. Uh-huh. Yeah. You eat, most of you. Most of you. Most of you, you, are, you have clothes to wear, most of you. Most of you. <laughs> are you there? But you also still have your problems. Much as you have physical things, there are a lot of needs that you have. Many of you are addicted to things. You are in something you have to get out of. And I don't mind your sanctimonious looks. So, anybody, you are looking like an angel, but I am not fooled at all. I'm not fooled at all. Some of you are hooked on betting. As for the porno, we don't want to talk about it. We don't want to talk about it. Because in the church, it's almost 80%. And those who have not been there, they just happen to not have been there. Not that they were trying not to be there. They just happen not to. Hey, instrumentally say amen. One year more, uh, to say your friend is say holier than thou people. <laughs> the fact that God is still using you to create atmosphere doesn't mean that you are not inside the preaching. You are inside some. Is it a good preaching or is it not a good preaching? It's important. I'm talking to you about the things you are into that you got to get out of. It is a wall. The wall is around you. Amen. 
and you feel that you are surrounded and it's as if no matter what you do, you can't come out. Some of you learn, uh, no matter how much you learn, 50%. 50, 51, 52. 50, 51, 52. You are in something. I'm talking to some people tonight. You are in something that you want to get out of. Amen. Some of you, you look young as you are, you are in debt. Ah, without wife, without husband, without children, you are in debt already. A quick loan. You're empty and when we're going to send you more, more, we have to ask you, can we use, can we send it? Hey! Are you real? I don't know what you're going to do now that they are registering the numbers. I don't know what you're going to do. Because you usually, you're just throwing away the number, then just go for another chip. Hmm. Quick loan. Our story is not finished. It continues in Joshua chapter 6. Joshua chapter 6 from verse 10. Hmm. Now, by this time, the Israel, Israelites are ready to come for Jericho. Tell anybody they are coming. Pardon me. Amen. We're talking about faith. You got to find some faith. Many of you, as soon as you have a little problem, you start crying. You start making major statements. Hmm? Hmm. So here they were now. They are ready to go to take over Jericho. Let's read the story. I'm going to be jumping, but I'm reading from verse 10. Joshua had commanded the people saying, you shall not shout, nor make any noise with your voice. Neither shall any word proceed out of your mouth until the day I bid you shout. Then shall you shout. The first point I want you to know is that when something is threatening your faith, shut up. Shut up. Are you there? These guys, they were outside the wall trying to come in. First instruction, shut up. Why? Because when you open your mouth, you normally now say the negative things you are feeling. And by saying them, the same life and death that's in your tongue will bring them to pass. There are some people who, when they are going to do their professional exams, I won't tell you which group of people. Then they say, yeah, failure. The failure rate is a very high rate among them. You said it. How many chartered accountants do you know? And there are few because of that thing. Yeah, please ask your neighbor, you and who are going to fail? I'm not failing. I'm not failing with you. I'm not failing with you at all. I'm not failing with you. <laughs> hey, are you there? So I told them, be quiet. Don't make any noise. You see, because if they had been talking, eh, they would have been walking and saying that, hey, this thick wall, how are we going to bring it down? Hey, look, oh, our grandfathers, they died in the wilderness. Oh. Now we, they look at what they, where they have brought us. So that we are going to buy, be dying behind the wall. This God, what is he about? Just like some of us and our pronouncements against God. I didn't call your name more. But is it true or is it not true? The things we say when we are hurt, nobody will marry me. One boy has left you, say nobody will marry you. How does one guy become everybody? One broken heart that you have got, now you say that all men are bad. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? You have just set the groundwork for another bad relationship. Men are what? Your mouth. Our God does not make any trash. You're also trash to be liking the trash. All kinds of nonsense. It's better you are quiet. Hey. I'm talking to somebody. Fear woman and live long. You, you fear. You be fearing. You be fearing. 
That's why every day, every day is Jatabi only that you'll be meeting. You don't meet any proper woman. Jatabi, Gwan, that you'll be meeting. You alone. Uh, you don't know Jatabi. Jatabi is the child of a lion. Engan, Jatabi. But it's from what you said. One lady that has dribbled you, you said that all ladies are dribblers. Ah. I mean, how? So, if you are not well and you go to the hospital and you meet a nasty nurse, don't you just go to another nurse? How come you don't wake up and say all nurses are bad? How come you don't wake up and say all doctors are bad? Well, what are you talking about? Ask anybody, what, what, what are you talking about? And the melancholics among you, I said, shut up. Shut up. The things you say. The things you say. Very poisonous. You poison your life with what you say. You disturb your life with what you say. Let it go. Look. Are you here? Let it go. You see? I have one of the best teachers in the world. They're animals. I have two animals in my house. They are both dogs. One is small. The other is big. The small one had a very bad encounter. The big ones used to be two. With the two big ones. When he first came to the house, they beat it with that within something of its life. So, I can understand that you don't like the... We actually had to give one of the big ones away. So, we left it one. Are you there? They even had another fight some time ago. So the small dog does not like the big dog. And the big dog also does not like the small dog. But, but, (laughs) the big dog is living its life. Are you there? Now, the small dog is the pampered one. I mind your own business. I am the pamperer. I'm the number one pamperer. And I'm assisted by Clara. We pamper him uselessly. (laughs) Are you there? Yeah. He's a pampered dog, yes. But it has given me a lesson in walls. That encounter it had with the big dog has become like a wall. So now here is somebody he doesn't like. The big dog lives outside. The small dog lives inside. Are you there? I'm just setting the scenario to describe something for you. Every day, around four, the big dog is let out to go and roam a little. When the small dog inside you, you are in the shade. You are the one who has been fed the meat from my plate. Are you there? You are the one who has been pampered. But you have a wall of hatred for this big dog. When it hears the door of the big dog, the cage being opened, it goes crazy. Crazy. It can be relaxing. It was asleep, then it hears it. It will jump to life. And then it will race to the nearest window and be barking because it can see the dog. It will run out of the first room, run through the house, run to the next door, be looking. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Are you here? Meanwhile, the object of its hatred has what comes out. And walks calmly back in. That's you. When you refuse to let go. When you refuse to leave the issue. When you insist that because of one bad experience, all girls are mad. All guys are bad. You are like my dog, Archie. During that time, he cannot eat. He cannot drink. He cannot, he's just possessed with this hatred for this. Are you there? Most of the time, and then in the night, the big one will come and lie at the back, behind the kitchen door. Relax, cry. And then Archie has come in to drink his water. He discovers that that dog, he can smell him behind the door. He'll start backing. And as he's backing, he's going backwards. Your enemy's over there. <laughs> the, the person you are backing against is over there. You can hear the nails on the floor. It is, look, I will film it one day just to show you. It's a, 
I watched the thing. I said, I have learned this unforgiveness. Eh? It's equal to madness. Ah, but is it not madness? You have the best of everything. The one outside rather gets only small. You have everything. Look at you. Your whole life is possessed with this animal. Something's wrong with you. But oh, forever, something's wrong with us. Because that is us. When we, the wall in your head, I don't know who I'm talking to. All girls are bad. So when you see a girl, you've already, you freak out. All guys are evil. Uh, all what? All fair girls. Meanwhile, God had one for you. But this is your crazy behavior that you are doing. It cannot work. Please, I have more to preach about. I was only talking. Don't you think Archie should shut up? Don't you think the dog should just shut up? You should just shut up. Be quiet. Be quiet. Are you there? Where he can see the uh, other dog, he has torn the mosquito net in there. I had to remove a whole curtain because he has spoiled it. Oh. Tell him this is the size of madness. That is why Joshua said, Be quiet. As we are walking around, be quiet. And I'm talking to somebody tonight. From tonight, be quiet. Stop, stop adding fire into the thing. I mean, one of the things I hate to hear, oh, that lecture is very wicked. Of course he will be wicked to you. Of course he will be wicked. Your mouth has made him wicked to you. Oh, it's not like that, oh. I saw that. I said your mouth has made him wicked to you. To you. Let's continue. Verse 12. Joshua rose early in the morning, and the priest took up the ark of the Lord. Verse 14. The second day they compassed the city once and returned to the camp. So they did for six days. So the plan was that they'll take the Ark of the Covenant and they will walk around the wall in silence once. Are you there? Verse 15. It came to pass on the seventh day that they rose early about the dawning of the day and compassed the city after the same manner seven times. Only on that day, they compassed it seven times. Only on that day. And it came to pass at the seventh time when the priests blew with the trumpets, Joshua said unto the people, Shout, for the Lord has given you the city. Listen, when you are facing a situation that's like a wall to you and you are outside, number one, shut up. Don't say anything about it. Begin to work on your faith. How do you grow your faith? One of the main ways is by listening to the word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing. Are you there? And you are quiet about it. And you take the matter to God in prayer day after day. Until the time that you realize that your faith is strong enough. Now it is time to deal with the issue. Now it's time to deal with it. That's why he now said, now shout. Because God has given you the city. So that walking around, walking around, walking around is just the things you are doing. God is working on you, building up your faith. You may have failed last year. You are not failing this year. Yeah. I say you may have failed last year, but you are not failing this year. Yeah. You may have had issues paying your fees, but the fees were paid. Yes. The fees were paid. So the fact that you have come into a new year, you don't know, you say, oh, Last year it was a miracle. This year, dear, hmm. This year what? Shut up! You don't know how it's coming. So just be quiet so that you don't spoil it. And as you are going seven times around the city, listen to that message over and over and over. Or read that scripture over and over and over. Or pray that scripture over and over and over until it enters your spirit. And then you make a move. Verse 17. And the city shall be accursed, even it and all that are, are therein to the Lord. Can you see what is next? Only Rahab. That woman of faith, only Rahab, 
the harlot shall live. She and all that are with her in the house. Are you seeing it? This was the woman who had the faith. Do you remember the woman who said, but your God is God in heaven and, and God on earth? Is she not the one? So can you see that in the middle of everything, God has spared her? So if other people say that the, the lecture is wicked, what is that to you? That's their problem with him. By you, God will spare you. I said, by you, God will spare you. That's why you should learn to keep your mouth shut. Many years ago, one of my spiritual sons, he had just gotten a job at the time we were in Tamale. When he got the job, it was with a very good organization, but the pay was not good. And he came to see me and he told me that the people at the office say that the man is wicked. And I said to him, never say it. Never. You don't know anything about the man. You have just come there. You don't know anything. The man also does not know you. Clear what they've said from your mind. I said, they are now paying. I said, you have also just finished national service. And I told him, I said, if you work for these people, it's true. It's not much in terms of money. I said, but I told him, I said, one day you will call your price. Are you there? So, he went to work for the guy. This guy who people said is a wicked man, he's a whatever, when he cleared that thing from his mind and just decided to work quietly, work, work, work. Can you believe that? He built the relationship with the man until he could go into his office on a Friday. The man was some, um, I think he's a Lebanese or something, or something, I don't know. But as I'm going home, there's nothing in my pocket. Oh. And the man could say, ah, I'm coming. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. The man who they said was wicked. When my husband and I were transferred, this man also said he and his family, they are following us. When you are following, you are lay people, you have to come and look for a job. We had not even moved. He went to his boss. He said, my wife is transferring to Kumase. I'm following her. Ah, you can't go and say you're a pastor. So since they have agreed that they are moving, the man said, oh, really? The wicked man, the wicked man. Then the wicked man gave him a name and a contact of a, somebody in a similar. And he said, take time now, go. Go and see the man. If the job works, fine. If it doesn't work, I will give you leave to go and settle your family there. Then you come back and work and then we'll be looking for a job to you. Is that a wicked man? Is that, I'm asking, is that a wicked man? Is that a wicked man? I thought they said he's very wicked. The years passed. We were here one day when he called me. Then he said, Mommy, do you remember what you told me when I took that job and the money was not enough? I said, I don't remember. He said, you told me one day I'll call my price. He said, today I've just got a call asking me to go and help do some, something, 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 something. And he said, call your price. Call your price. Ask me who was asking him to call his price. The very man who he said, who had, yes, that man, that same person. And the man paid him several times his salary until the house he's now living in. That's how he built it. Are you in the church? That's why I'm telling you that when the faith is not working, is do this one. Mm, so you remember. Mm. Quiet. Mm-hmm. Don't say anything. Work on it. Mm. Work on it. It will change. Work on it. Hallelujah. What Rahab said, she got. I need you to understand that in the eyes of God, you are an individual. He does not treat us according to what everybody is saying or doing. What is your faith? That's what will happen. I said, what is your word? What is your faith? That is what will happen. Amen. Hmm. I'm talking about walls. Yeah. That's why you should listen to a lot of messages. You should let it, because what is happening is that as you are listening to the word of God, if you have audio Bible also, leave it on. What is happening? Because faith comes by hearing. The more of the word of God you are hearing, the more your faith also I mean, it's increased. I'm going to end with two, giving you two um, testimonies. The first one, my son was in a medical student right here. 
One day he went to do an exam. And I asked him, me, I prayed for exams, it's not long, it's not today. I've been praying a long time. And I asked him, how did the exam go? Then he said, hmm, today I need a miracle. And he said that the exam had gone very well. This was an oral exam, clinicals, and they had, the exam had gone very well. He said, everybody had gone in, you go and do the whatever, you come out, and it was going well. Until he got to the person just before him. He said, when the guy just before him went in, he doesn't know what the person said. But he was waiting to go in when he heard the man roar and shout and say, get out of my get, you know. So, <laughs> so he said, as he was entering, he had a bad feeling because he said the man was so angry. He said, the remnant of this anger, they will use it on me. Because everybody else was very happy to this boy. So I asked him, how did it go? He said, I went, I did my best. I left. So, I told him, what? I pray. I believe that God hears when I pray. So I just reminded God of a number of things. And I left it. When the results came, everybody before that boy passed. The boy failed. My son passed. Everybody else failed. Can you see? He, you see, he told me, he said, Mommy, this man, that anger, he will use it on the rest of the people. He failed them all. He failed all. But I prayed a prayer. If you like, you can compare yourself to the rest of the people and let all of them be failing. Or you can decide to do what? Use your faith. The second one, Psalm 18, verse 29. Mm. Psalm 18 and verse 29. You see, I remember that on the morning when I was reading this psalm, the quiet time devotional I was using ended at verse 27. But for some reason, I continued reading. At that time, I was in a bit of a situation. No, don't go to 27, just stay on 29. Now, the situation was this. This church had grown too big to be in the church that we have. If you look behind you, that's the size of the other church. That was what we had. That was the old church. Are you there? Just behind. I mean, not the first pole, the second one. So that was it. We had done a number of things. And by the grace of God, we had done not everything, but we had put these other columns for this part. And we had slabbed what we are standing on as the floor. Are you there? But there was no roof. And because there was no roof, we were every Sunday hiring about 25 to 30 um, canopies and putting them here. And I say, you see, <laughs> and we're also hiring chairs. And I was saying that for as long as we are hiring these things, they'll be taking away what we need to do the ceiling. Do you understand? For as long as you, because you have, I mean, we are leaking money. We are almost there again with those canopies we see, we see outside. But that morning, when I stopped at verse 27 and something said continue, I went up to verse 29 and I realized that it was verse 29 that the Lord wanted me to see. And verse 29 says, for by thee, I have run through a troop. A troop is like a group of soldiers. And by my God, have I leaped over a wall. I knew that I was looking at a wall because I didn't have what I needed. You see, the thing looks very ugly this evening as we are sitting here. But if you know what you are looking at, I think at the time, to put it up above our heads would cost something like 85000 If you remember your two CDs you put in the offering today, and your one city, you should ask how we are going to reach there. Are you there? And at the same time, we're still paying for canopies, paying for lights, paying for all the things that we need to pay for to run. Then this scripture. Don't take it to the end. Just leave it there. By my God, have I leaped over a wall. Putting this thing was a wall to me. The whole situation was a wall. Are you there? The whole situation was a war because the people were there. Where was I? How was I going to do it? So that morning, this was my prayer. 
Lord, I need to climb over this wall. By my God, I will leap over the wall. Then I went, at the, that day I was at Mampong for a meeting. I went to the meeting. When I came back, our meetings in Mampong are very intense, so usually very long. And I wanted to sleep. The Holy Ghost woke me up and said, you got to do some prayer work. That's why I'm telling you that you keep quiet and you do what? You're walking around. When I said, well, this is my walking around, taking the scripture to pray. So I began to pray. And just as I began to pray, I got a phone call. And the phone call was coming to me from my daughter-in-law, my first son's wife in Madagascar. I'm talking to you about something like, it must have been around midnight, 1 a.m. You know, and they are three hours ahead of us, so it was like 3 a.m. for her. So I said, what are you doing? Then she said, the Holy Ghost woke me up to pray and mentioned your name. What's happening? So I shared the scripture with her. And I shared... I said, okay, so I'm praying, so you two over there, you pray. I prayed until I felt that I prayed and I fell asleep. Are you listening to what I'm saying? The following day, somebody I don't need to tell you about. I'm sending you, it was almost 75,000. Yeah. I've never seen such money before. Yeah. My wall had cleared. Suddenly, that's what you are looking at. Are you there? A few weeks later, I had come back home and I was sharing this with my pastors. And I remember we're sitting over there. When the call came again, the same person. And the person said to me, I'm sending you 500 chairs. That, that, those are the chairs you are sitting on. I said, those are the chairs you are sitting on. Yeah. Why am I sharing this with you? I'm showing you that faith works. It works. Faith works. If you will discipline yourself to stop saying rubbish. Are you here? Hey, me this masturbation, I cannot stop. You're hot. Shut up. Hey, Pastor, you don't understand. You see, I've been doing three times. I said, be quiet. Remember, we said what? Now, let's start working on the issue. Where is the scriptures? What are the scriptures that will help you? What are the scriptures that will help you to get out of it? What are the prayers that will help you? Are you there? And you stay on it. 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 Do you see now why you need your quiet time? I got the scripture from my quiet time. Up until then, I had never read it before. That same scripture is also in 2 Samuel. But I had never read it before. I saw it that day. In fact, I think I read the 2 Samuel version. And then I came to see there. Psalm 18 as well. Are you in the church? What is it that you are, you are, you know, struggling with? That's it in, in the second Samuel 22. Are you seeing it? For by thee I have run through a troop. By my God have I leaped over a wall. Ah, that was my scripture. I don't know what wall you are facing tonight. But maybe you want to adopt that scripture. What's the wall? You are always stealing. Stop saying that I cannot stop stealing. Stop it. That's the first thing. Because every time you say I cannot stop, you give it some more strength. Me, I cannot wake up to pray. That's why you never wake up to pray. That's why I can't get up for me. I cannot pray. You never pray too. Because that's what you said. Please turn to your neighbor and say, let's work on it. Pick it in prayer. Ask the Lord, Lord, which scripture is for me? And then you start praying about it. Let the word of God, instead of all this funny music you are listening to, let the word of God, yeah, no, that's why you should choose. You see, even the gospel, you should choose what you listen to. There's gospel based on the word of God. There's also gospel that's just noise. I mean, it's okay. Yeah, it's just, it's okay to make Christian, it's fine. But right now you've got a situation you have to get out of. Find the one that is based on the word of God. Because that's the one that is going to affect your faith. Am I talking to some people in the house? Hey, the church is quiet. Hallelujah. But I want to believe that the Lord is sorting us out. And he's helping us. Yeah, maybe next next week I'll share with you. When you said me, that way you reminded me of another testimony. I'll share that one with you. And that one, it was the song made a way. That made a way. 
It's based on what? Scripture. Yeah. It's based on scripture. When I'm back, when my back was against the wall. Are you there? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who I'm talking to tonight, but we're going to pray. Let the words mean something to you. writing I had a blueprint of things to do I came back to Ghana and I remember I called my book team and I said we're going to do one two three four and they looked as if they looked at me as if I was out of my mind you must be out of your mind but by the time we were done the death was cancelled I don't know what you are in tonight but I want you to pick up your faith spend five more minutes praying tonight talk to the Lord Remember that he makes a way where there is no way. No mountain is too high. He will take you over it. Oh yeah. Oh yes, Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we believe that you are the God in heaven. You are also the God over the earth. Thank you. I pray for everyone here who is facing a wall, that they will leap over that wall after tonight in the name of Jesus. Let no wall keep us out of where we must come in and let no wall keep us in where we need to come out father we lift it up before you every debt let it be cancelled in jesus name every difficult road father let it clear up in front of us because we believe you 
Help us to keep our mouth shut when things are turbulent. And help us to know when to shout because you have given us the victory. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name. And all the saints shall say amen. And as you continue standing with your head bowed and your eye closed, when we start to talk about faith, it begins with your relationship with God. You cannot talk about faith when you have no relationship with him. And Jesus was the one who told us, he said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except by me. And Jesus was the same one who told us that, except a man be born again he cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven and so tonight I want to invite you to enter into that kingdom by faith it's the same faith that you need he tells us in Romans 10 9 and 10 that what we believe in our hearts we need to confess it with our mouth in order to be saved and so tonight as every head is bowed and every eye is closed you are here you need to give your life to Jesus you are thinking I've believed in him but I've not confessed it before I've not said it I've just thought it I need to say it or you've never even come this far but tonight you want to give your life to him you are here like that you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior just where you are standing just lift up your right hand for me I want to pray with you just lift it up just lift it if you've lifted your right hand please just come to me just step out and come to me I want to pray with you if you've lifted up your right hand just come doesn't matter where you are standing in the hall just come God bless you God bless you just come and stand maybe you're standing your heart is beating I want you to come also thank you God bless you I want you to just step out from where you are your heart is beating that, that's the Lord telling you all is not well all is not well it's not as you're thinking. Just step out. Just step out. Just step out. My dear, I want you to pray this prayer after me and make it your own. I want you to repeating my words, but let it be your prayer. And all of us standing in the room, we want to join in and say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today as a sinner. Please wash me in your blood. Cleanse me from my sins. Please write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, from today, from today, you are my Savior and you are my Lord. I thank you for saving me. We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at F-O-L-C-I-D-S-F. God richly bless you.